On this episode of the Cares None Beat All podcast, I have activists, mentor, and breeders, Nicole and Christopher Goffer. We talk about interracial dating. We talking about having the courage to do so. And obviously, we chimed in on the very tragic situation of Jacob Blake. This is an excellent episode, a very informative episode. I hope you enjoy it. I know you'll enjoy it. But if not, and as always, Cares None! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, it's the Cares None Be Dope podcast. I am your host, Chris Cares None, and I have a special, special episode today. We got Nicole in the house, everybody. Nicole, everybody. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for your man, Chris, coming by. Of course. He and I know he about to watch that game a little bit. I know he about to hate <laughs> on my boy. All right, y'all, listen, here's the truth. We all know LeBron is the GOAT. Wait, okay, hold on. Since, hold I knew it. I had to do this. Since he's not over here to defend himself in the moment, I will tell you. There you go. He knows that LeBron is a good player. Okay. And he always says that LeBron is a great person. He always That's will dope. talk about the stuff that he does for the community and for children and his schools and things like that. But we all also <laughs> know that LeBron is a bitch when he's on the court. The way he flops around and, like, even I've, I've said that for years, that he just – He's yeah, he's just very soft to be as big as he is. You know what? And I and I kind of agree. With, I, I would say this, though. I do think that's the NBA. I think they're all AAU soft now compared to what it was in the 90s. Oh, yeah. And they're definitely not football players. Oh, for sure. And, and <laughs> I, I just feel like it's just not hustling. That's, but is that his fault that he grew up in an era like that? He's just he's just too big. And the to flopper. He stopped the flopping like 10 years. He was no, a flopper. He he, he stopped flopped like, like last this. season. Stop. They, be, they be holding on to the flopping so hard. Like, they, okay, he flopped a few times. He's like, cool. too big to be flopping <laughs> that way. Like, he's he too was, big. Uh, I, I got you. I got you. But I feel like a lot of them flop. No. Now, do you follow basketball decent or? I prefer basketball over football, which is. Do I, you follow? That's different. I do, but I have not followed it now since they started. And he actually just said to me the other day, he's like, how come you don't watch basketball with me anymore? I'm like, because it's boring. There's nobody uh, like, but, it, but no, <laughs> no, I'm saying right now because of like the quarantine and stuff, mm-hmm. like people aren't sitting on the sidelines. It's not all the hustle and bustle that's going on. So it's just, and that's why like, it's boring. So you, so you used to watch it before for the fans? I know. I'm just not used to like, it's just like quiet. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. not used to how like, it just, I don't know. Well, they try to pump in like that fake noise. Yeah, I know. And, and the, it, I feel like they do a solid job considering. Did you see last night? They did the, um, they had, was, who did they, was it Drake? That, that they was, had. was he in the uh, was he in the bubble? No, it was a picture of him in like the fake audience or whatever. Oh yeah, on the, on the background. Yeah, yeah I did yeah, see that. Yeah, there's been a couple of those stars they've been doing. I've been trying to see how to do that. My, I would like to do that. I think I think Chris was telling me you have to like sign up through a Zoom account or something for it. Oh, okay. So and that's it. Just get on Zoom. Mm-hmm. I, I tried to get we'll into it. It looked it. like it was kind of tough. Yeah. We'll research it. Um, but let's get to something serious for a second. Yes. And uh, we text each other this morning talking about what perfect timing. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you why I even know. Let me tell the people why I even know who you are. Okay. Right around when when the pandemic started, then the uprising happened for Black Lives Matter movement. Yes. And somehow we became friends. And I remember you were like very, very vocal, very vocal about my life mattering. Absolutely. Especially looking like the people who we kind of going against. And mind you, I don't know if you could tell, but 
based on if you heard the podcast or my friends or people or Facebook, I'm not a very racial, racist person at all. No. As a matter yeah, of fact, I, I tend to typically date the one girl. You know, but my point is you you went in. Yes. And you like didn't give a fuck. No fucks given. And then you <laughs> yeah, and then you and Chris had it alive that I watched and I'm like, okay. And they, you know, they really going for it. And I so first of all, thank you. You're welcome. And and I remember you showed me something personal in your family. Would you like? Would you mind talking about that, or is that oh, too much? Oh, no, we can talk about it. So tell 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 me, because I think these people need to hear what you've gone through from being so outspoken about this. So, pretty much for starters, I have never had a white boyfriend. Like, I mean, like in junior high or whatever, but not like a real relationship. So my family is used to me always dating black men. That's not a surprise. Um, from what I feel like, they have always been supportive of it it was more so like not maybe not liking the boyfriend that I had but not like not liking him because he was black or whatever so all of this to see like the reactions and stuff about what I was saying was actually really new to me and as far as it goes with so I've lost a lot of family I my family has written me off they won't talk to me anymore they you say you lost a lot of family because of the recent events exactly so because I Posted Black Lives Matter because I put up arguments about George Floyd because I said that these things weren't right because I don't agree with the police officers. It just seems like they were like, I guess what I'm gathering now that I'm older and kind of like really like digging deep about it. It almost seems like they were okay with me like having a black husband and having mixed children as long as I kept my mouth shut Mm. about the injustices that were happening. But then as soon as I said something about it, then it became an issue. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, almost like don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. So then once I started posting about it, and it, it, it became a big deal. Like, one, like our very first live video that we had, which I know number-wise is nothing compared to what you're used no, to. No, it's, it's like, not about that, right? It's about getting this like, shit out. Like we had like 1,300 views on it within that's, a couple of days. Dope. And then I had like almost every evening when I would like go through my friend requests, I had hundreds of friend requests. I had messages of um, young white girls messaging me, asking me how they should proceed in mm. their interracial relationship because they had seen me talking about talk about it and see how I felt about it. I had um, a lot of black men message me, thanking me for speaking up and you know for being supportive. Um, and I also had a lot of like white men and women that I went to school with actually message me and thank me. For speaking up because when they saw me being as vocal as I was about it, it gave them a chance mm. to say, you know what, if she can do it, I'm going to do it and I'm going to try it or I'm going to teach my parents about it or I'm going to talk to my grandparents about it and, you know, move forward. So all of that made and I may sound bad, but all of that made it made all of it worth it. Like, even though I lost some cousins, I lost some aunts. I showed you what my aunt said about me. Brutal. Um, that stuff <laughs> really. Up. Right. And like I said, in one of my lives, I don't know if you had seen it, but I lost my mom when I was 16. I lost my dad when I was 22. So at this point, aside from losing my husband and my kids, there's not very much that can tear me down anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? Like even just as a, a person and as a woman and as a white woman in an interracial relationship, I've taken on a lot. I lost my parents at a, at a young age. I've been through bad relationships. I, You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so it takes a lot to, to really like you know, tear me down. So that stuff, I mean, it, it hurt at the end of the day. It did. But, I mean, I had put up a post before that said, like, I would rather 
offend my white friends than bury my black mm. ones. And I 100% stand by that. 100 million percent. Let me ask you something. I, I read this somewhere about why the George Floyd situation hit a little bit more than a lot. One is because it was heinous and shit, right? Right. But two, when he started crying out for his mother, I felt like a lot of moms, regardless of race, felt that. Absolutely. Would you say that when all that craziness was happening, that that hit a little, a little home? Because that I, could have been your child? I refused to watch the any parts of the video for the first, like, three or four days. And then I had seen a post that a white woman put up and said at the moment that he yelled for his mother, he was yelling for every mother in America. And that's what made me like, okay, I'm going to sit down by myself and I'm going to watch these videos and I'm going to analyze this. And I, I started crying. I don't know if you like in my one my first live video when I first got on there, I was crying like I was yeah. very emotional because. I mean, I mean, it's fucking serious. And, it, and, and then and I, at the time, I didn't know that his mother had passed away. Mm. So that also hit home for me because my mom passed away. And yeah. you know how many times since I'm, I'm 31 now, she died when I was 16. How many times I wanted to call out for my mom? Yeah, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. So, yeah, that absolutely. And then being a mother of two mixed boys who, you know, even though we all know that they're biracial, society would, you know, deem them black. So I would, you know, always am cautious to make that known. Yeah. You know what I mean? So as a mother of two young black boys, yeah, that absolutely hit home. That broke my heart. So let me ask you this. Do you feel, and have you always felt, and I'm sure Chris has, felt the need to let him know that the, the situation is dangerous out here? To oh. be careful, yeah. Well, you mean let our sons know? But yeah, let the little ones know that, hey, you just can't, you know, because it's, it's wild out here. So one thing about Chris and I, we are, a lot of people say that our parenting is pretty hardcore. We're pretty strict. We're pretty straightforward. We don't sugarcoat stuff for our kids. As far as that's fucking goes, okay, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's that's how I was raised by my grandmother, mm -hmm. and I'm telling you that's unfortunately was not happening enough. It right, seems like. exactly. So, they, so you need to like people will hear him like yell at the boys and be like, "Why is he so strict on them?" And I'm and they're like, "You're it, it doesn't bother you when he yells at them. You're not going to say anything." I'm like, "No, because I am a white woman who is assisting him <laughs> in raising two, you know, black children." black boys and I don't know what that's like so I'm going to step back and be as supportive as I need to be to make sure and you know so that I can allow him to raise kids that are even half the man that he is you know mm. what I mean like so yeah and we're we're just very like cut and dry as far as it, even with it goes with my family how I'm not talking to a certain family that means they're not going to see their cousins anymore and they know why like I wasn't like oh we're just not talking anymore. Mm -mm -mm. Nah, this is what they said. This is how they felt about what mommy said. This is how they felt about what daddy said. So this is how, and this is how mommy and daddy feel about that. So that's it because, and I told my kids, especially our oldest son, he's 10, so he understands better. I told him, I am never going to have people in your lives that are not 110% down for you. Mm. It's never going to happen. So if that means that we lose some family and friends, so be it. It, it's funny because I've had a lot of people reach out to me and white people saying, like, Chris, like, what do I do? Like, they literally don't know. And, I, and it feels like it's coming from a place of, like, I, I want to do something. I just yep. don't know how. And, I, and, I, and one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on is because you, you dived into the ridicule. Mm -hmm. Like, you went right into the lion's den. You know what I'm saying? And, and then you were like, well, then fuck it. Do y'all want to bite? Let's play fire with fire. Mm -hmm. And maybe people, is that just having ball? Have you always had that about you? Yes. Or absolutely. did, okay. 
No, so I've you've always been a little sassy. I've always been a little pissed okay, off. Okay, I get okay. that from my mom. I know, Chris being over like, here we go again. <laughs> well, because I, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's why I believe this situation is a little bit more vicious than some of the past. And the reason why is because a lot of white people mm-hmm. have been like, yeah, enough is enough. They're fi- Right, they're finally opening up their eyes and not being, and like I said, I had a lot of people that were like, I, and I asked some people, I said, why won't you post Black Lives Matter? I said, even if you don't want to post it, like, even if you don't want to type Black Lives Matter, but you're my family or my friend, why don't you post a picture of my children and just say their lives matter? Mm. Or I love you. I'm thinking about you. If you don't want to take that opportunity to use it on your social media, which I to me is ridiculous because social media is such a huge platform nowadays. Why wouldn't you want to? Right. But I'm like, OK, then why don't you why don't you call your black friends and check on them? Why don't you text them? I think calling is more personal, but if you want to text, text. Which is, and even, but even a text is better than nothing. Nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm in. I just, and a lot of people were like afraid to do it because they're afraid of what their families would say. They're afraid that they would offend their friends. And you're the proof that they were probably right a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, but I don't fucking care. Right. So, right. I mean, it is what it is. So it comes back to like, you just got to stand up for what you believe in, regardless of the consequences. Like I told this one guy, I don't even know who he is. I, I've never spoke to him before. He just added me on Facebook randomly. I'm scrolling through my timeline, and he puts up a status that says, if this was exactly in the midst of the George Floyd, and said, uh, he's black, and he said, don't think that um, I don't have anything to say, but some of us are, are in a position where we can't speak out because of our jobs, and he's in the military. So I literally said to him on his comments, and then I sent him a DM, if there's something that you want to say that you feel like you need to get off your chest, you can go ahead and type it up and send it to me, and I will say it for you. I can make a live video for you. Mm. I could type it out for you. I could share it without saying your name. You know what I mean? Like, But at least, at least just to kind of give him a sense of some type of feeling that his words were being heard, and then he could see like comments or hear comments you know, going back and forth or whatever. But, yeah, because I understand that it's difficult for some people. I get that. But, I don't know. To me, it was just like, like, Chris and my kids are just so important to me that it's like nothing else matters. Do so you think, sorry to interrupt, do you think that it's easier for you, especially because you literally are connected to black people? Yes, because I see it and I live it. You know what I mean? Like, um, I tell people all the time, like, it's very easy to turn a blind eye to things if you're not seeing it. It's very easy to be naive to things. Like, I had put up something the other day that was like, um, do all you Christians think that they're, that hell is, or heaven that. is segregated or whatever? That, yeah. And I had somebody comment on it who was like, Christians aren't racist. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. And I, I wouldn't say all Christians are, but th- I mean, there's not, some Christians that are. Right. Absolutely. And, and Probably I'm, a good percentage. A huge percentage. Like, don't, <laughs> don't for one second think that church makes you like make somebody just all of a sudden not love racist. equally right you know what i mean that's not even though that's what they be trying to preach but it's we all know that's <laughs> bullshit because <laughs> right, that's right. like the complete completely not true and i'm like have you ever heard of like a closet racist like closet racists are what you see right now when all the when shit hits the fan right and then th- that's when you start seeing people's true colors like i saw with my family especially especially online behind a screen mm-hmm. God, Twitter fingers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like look, I, and I know Chris, he, he, he's, he walks in and demands like a presence. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and I absolutely. do too. So 
a, a very, I would say 95, probably more percent of the people that talk crazy would not say that they in my face. They would never. You know what I'm saying? They like, would never. Oh, oh what, what about black on black? Oh. I've not, I don't think I've ever heard that to my face. I only hear that shit online. What about black on black crime? Oh, don't even get me started <laughs> on that. Oh, you know what? Do I, okay, and this is this is an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to say it anyway because cure is none. <laughs> It's still better to be black today than it was in 1930 or 1675 or whatever. Okay. But that does not mean that we still need some changes. And do you think it's, it's more about a fear of us? Or do you think that the reason why some people hold on to, to that, that hatred and, and, and don't even act like they see it, but you can clearly see that it's there, is because they're afraid that if they give black people power like that and maybe more power that we would come back and retaliate yep. that's that's how i truly feel a lot of people think i'm crazy when i say that but um chris has done a very good job at educating me on because you know we don't really learn about real black history in high school i mean we like don't as i mean i went to pretty predominantly white schools and they, i'm telling you, you learn you, about the basic slavery. bullshit slavery right. yeah. that's it you know what i mean um so yeah so he's done a very good job at like educating me and teaching me and when it really comes down to it like black women are really queens and black men are really kings and i think that i i do Ex- exp- explain that i'm i mean just like just you know from history i really just think that like if you if you sit there and talk to any white person who does not do their research they will tell you that christopher columbus oh yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like until you really do your research and really dig deep and then allow yourself to to be open-minded exactly to, it, right? to be open-minded Receptive. like the whole jesus is white Come on now. You know what I mean? Like, like literally from like the Europe and like, like, in like Chris, Chris, Africa area. Chris read something to me before that was like um, a description of him and said hair like wool. Right. And you really think he's what? Come on. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. But because you, that's what that's you're fed. That's a black fed, trait for sure. Because that's what you're <laughs> fed. You want to believe it. You know what I mean? So I absolutely. I, and I tell people all the time. I do think that. I think it's a little bit of both. I think because white people have been like, I think. Chris, yeah, shared something the other day that was like, um, don't don't stare a black person in the eyes because it uh, it makes them offends them or makes them dangerous or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it said, but I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's so crazy. Like, and and Chris is very adamant about teaching our sons. Like, when you speak to somebody, you mm. make eye contact, stern handshake, be loud. Like you said, he walks Tr- into a room mas- and like right and like like a true alpha male, and that's how like what he says with our kids. And I'm like, and there's literally a book or you know, a story that says that the, the complete opposite. And um, about all kind of shit too. Like America has, I'm not gonna say whitewashed, but America was founded by white people. I'll say it. So white, <laughs> so so our history books have been whitewashed. Yes, absolutely. You know. Yeah. And listen, and I'm I'm gonna imagine. That the reason why it's been whitewashed was because the majority of the people here were white. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The overwhelming majority of the people in the country are white. Yeah. So they're the majority. So, and listen, and I obviously as a black man don't condone people hating me just because of who I am. But I could see the logic of someone who's uneducated to have a majority like we're a majority of this situation and this minority is trying to fuck sh- change shit the way we do it. I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Now, th- that seems like I'm condoning racism. No, I'm saying I, I can understand the logic behind that. For instance, uh, you and your friends are at a, at a party, and it's 100% your friends, and then 10 people come in, wilding out, 
mm-hmm. y'all gonna be like, we need to get these motherfuckers right, out. Right, right. Why are they here? Yeah, like why? Let's can so. But unfortunately, that's a very extreme example. Right. But I could see where an, an uneducated racist motherfucker would think something like that and, and then justify it. But again, that's because that's what they're taught. Right. That's what they've heard at home. That's what they've seen on TV. That's what they've read. You know what I mean? Like, that's literally what they've been taught. Like, I tell Chris all the time, I'm like, I don't understand why white people don't love black people. I love black people. Like, well, 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 let, let's be honest. Let's be honest. We... The black culture is like a lot of what the fuck is going. Anything remotely cool at all, yeah, fair. stems from black people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just funny how it's like they want to be. It's like, and, and listen, and I'm talking very general, but it's like this race wants to be like us in so many ways, but not enough to like take on what it means to be us. To actually be black and to deal with what life is like as a black man or a woman on a daily basis. What did uh, Kanye West say in the song? Even if you even if you in a band, you're still a nigga in a coop. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what it's like. And I think that it's it's it sucks, man, because I know there's a lot of people out there that are not like they're good human beings, but they just literally don't know. Think about, and if you're getting all your sources from the media or like TV, mm-hmm. let's say like a 75 year old who lives in Bodonk, Alabama, Big mistake. They, they, you know what I'm saying? Right. And they go to like a mall and that's the first time they've ever seen a black person. Mm-hmm. But then if you go on TV, a lot of this shit, you got the stereotypes and not even about women, about, bl- about blacks, about uh, Muslims. And you got this just fucking bullshit. It's the TV that's teaching that shit. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like we almost have to defund every goddamn thing, it feels like. Right? right. No, yeah. <laughs> and I agree. I agree. And it's, it's, it's really sad because um, I think that it sucks that some people want to step up and say something and they're afraid to lose their family. That's, that's, I literally have messages in my Facebook inbox telling me that. And then I even shared something the other day on my Instagram that was like steps on how to talk to your family about racism. And I had quite a few people message me like, thank you for sharing this. I needed it. You know what I mean? I've had people message me on a weekly basis like, okay, so I tried explaining this to my mom. She didn't get it. What what else do you think I could say? Do you have articles that you can? Like I've even had people ask me if I'd come to their house and sit down with their parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just, just to try. That's to literally like, making like an impact though. Right. That, that's kind of what I would like to do. You know what I mean? Keep, like Keep strong. Like, I, I love the fact that I have people that are asking me and genuinely asking me and really trying, you know, really trying to make a difference within themselves and within their families and trying to unlearn all the bullshit that they've been taught uh, forever. I, the last podcast, I literally said the old the more I learn, the more I have to unlearn. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Like, I had no idea. You've heard about the couple of, you know, the couple of massacres of black people but i didn't realize there's way more than like two or three yeah because that's, they weren't they in don't, your history right, book right especially if you went to a mostly white school yeah, and hispanic i guess you know what i mean like <laughs> so i went to sandberg in orland park and i'm telling you like was that predominantly black no it's all like mostly all white people oh and it's um sandberg i yeah. feel like i've seen that like in his high school newspapers like watching sports and stuff they're not very good at sports ever <laughs> with anything no, this is <laughs> not brutal. really. Um, all right. Maybe wrestling. I feel like wrestling might have been track. Track. track I guess. track. All right, all right. Um, but the only thing that we learned about anything black history was slavery. And I remember telling my teacher she put on the movie Roots, and I was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> she's like, What do you mean you're not watching? I'm like, you're like, you first of all, motherfucker, it's 15 right, hours. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> and it's I, too damn long. But I like, rem- like, I vividly remember like the very first picture that like. <laughs> 
came on the screen and I was like, I'm not watching this. Like, you can go ahead and fail me for the class. I'm not watching mm. this. And I just grabbed my stuff and I left because I'm like, I don't want to see this shit. Like, who really wants to watch this? I understand it happened. I'm not being naive to the fact like I'm not if I, if I don't watch it, it didn't happen. I know that it happened and it's fucking heartbreaking. So I don't want to sit through it again and keep watching it. You know what I mean? Like, so have I, you seen it at all? Nope. OK, I the one rebuttal I would have to that. And obviously not for you, because clearly you're willing to go do what the fuck you got to do. But some people need to see that shit. Absolutely. But to me, it's it's just very emotional for me. And I think it's emotional for me because that could be my husband or that could be my son or that could be my son's friends or that. You know what I mean? Like, I just it's absolutely heartbreaking. And if I'm going to like really tell people to like sit down and learn about it, don't let don't let your research and your learning stop there. You know what I mean? Mm. Because I'm telling you, a lot of white people are like, just think that black people were just slaves and that's it. Like, you mean like, and then they think it just stopped and everything is back to normal. If you, you could probably walk down the street and ask 50 white people right now is racism real. And they'll tell you 48 of them will tell you no, because they really don't believe that it is. Do you think they're talking about themselves or that it just, that it's institutional written in the code of what we do? I think I would say it's a little bit of both. I think it's very easy for people to say, I'm not racist because I have a black friend. or <laughs> I don't hate black people or no, my niece's cousin's brother's uncle is married to a black woman. You know what I mean? Like I I'm not mean to the, the grocery store clerk and she's black. You know what I mean? Like that's that's literally how people think. They really think like like So do you think people need like white people should be anti-racist, not just that? Yeah, like and you need to actively actively stop it and 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 step into like I said in one of my videos, I don't care if your grandma's 98 years old. If she's saying racist terms, correct it. Mm. Hey grandma, it's 2020. Yeah, we can't say got, that you anymore. Chill a little bit, mom. You know what I mean? Like and I don't care if she's saying it within her own home because now you're hearing so how long have you been hearing that? You know what I mean as right. a child. And then now what if you have children? And you bring your children to the house, and now they're he- hearing that. And God forbid your son says that shit to my son, then we're gonna, gonna have some problem. issues, right, some right, real right. issues. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so just stop. And you got it. little athletes; they might fuck him up. Mm-hmm. Oh, they absolutely. Yeah, I've been. Hey, I've been seeing you, boy. <laughs> you got a little tee, got a first round draft pick coming. <laughs> I see you. Good shit. We gonna talk about the fitness and shit too in a little bit. Um, but to to, to finish that point, again, thank you. Be- I don't wait. I don't like to say you're welcome when people say thank you. No, because, I know it's weird. Well, no, because I just feel like you shouldn't like it's the right thing to do. This is what I should be doing. So, OK, so as a person who gets a lot of those, you know, thank yous, that I always say, look, man, <laughs> I'm just trying to do what I got to do. Right. So I, I kind of deflected while acknowledging that they said something, but without because you're right. That is a weird thing to yeah. say thank you to. But you are welcome because I know what you mean. But yes, it's just, <laughs> it's just very important to me. And I just I feel like in a position, I guess, where I am able to speak on it, that it's kinda, and the courage. Yeah. And it's kind of my duty to do it. You know what I mean? Listen. So as a person, like you know, I got the little following or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you'd be shocked. Actually, you not won't be shocked because, you know, to get those kind of messages and imagine getting that like weekly. Mm hmm. Don't you feel like you said you feel like you owe like, man? If I know I have this kind of power to really help people, which you have done and he has done, how do you not continue to do that? I know I have so many people, even with today, that message me that were like, "So, what are your thoughts?" And I'm like, "Let me get my stuff together before I really like." I saw that. Yeah, go yeah. off. You know what I mean? Because I was like, "You ready? You was a pistol." Ooh, <laughs> man, this morning. Let's talk I, about that. If I would have said something this morning. 
It would have been nasty. It would. I would probably. Yeah, it would have been bad. It would have been bad. What do you? Uh, let, let's talk about what happened for the. Uh, you have to be crazy if you haven't heard what happened. Right. But uh, last night in Kenosha, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. I didn't go. I haven't seen none of the details. Okay. All I saw was the initial video. Looks like there was a little hoopla going on. This dude, black man, starts walking towards his car. On the, he's on the passenger side. He's walking around the front to the, the, to the driver door. And then it seemed as though the cops were like, hey, chill out, mm-hmm. chill out. And he was on some, man, I'm out here. Tight. Like, I'm out. I'm like, fuck all what y'all talking about. Right. I'm going to my car. Now, you know what the first thing they're going to say is, why wasn't you complying? Right? Why wasn't you complying? I'm so fucking tired <laughs> of hearing that. And then, and regardless, let's just say that, you know what? Let's just say that, yes, just for the sake of argument, yes, he should have complied. And then he opened the door, and it seemed as though he was leaning, and he might have been going to grab something. Let's just say that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Why do you need to unload a clip? You don't. Why can't you fuck him up on a way more humane way than shooting him seven times in the goddamn back? I'm not even going to mention the children, even though that's fucked up, because what if I don't know, I'm assuming the cops knew, but let's just assume they didn't see the kids back there or whatever. Let's just go by based on I don't give a fuck what he did. Why do you have to? Sh- why not shoot him one time? I think even it was like the da 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 da. He held his shirt and was like, yeah, like what the fuck are you doing? So this is my thing. When I said I needed to get my facts straight first, the first initial thing I read said that it was him and his fiance in the car with their three children. Right. And there was a fight that broke out, a domestic fight. <laughs> so to me, domestic. Would, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Y'all know y'all be crazy. But no, no, no. No, I'm saying not, <laughs> not between him and his wife, not between him and his fiance. There was people on the sidewalk. There was a domestic dispute on the sidewalk. Oh, and they I'm stopped. sure there's probably still one of y'all. <laughs> and they stopped to break it up. But then I also read that that he was driving by. You don't mind, do you? No, not at all. He was driving by by himself and saw two white women going at it, so stopped to break it up. Then it was a matter of. That's interesting. I, I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> and, then like, there, uh-huh. and then there was a matter of. <laughs> that's a wrinkle of, to the story. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what I just saw actually on my way here. Okay. And then there was a matter of um, he was driving by. Yeah, his fiance was in the car. There was She got into an altercation with another woman. I don't know if maybe it was like wife, side chick. Whatever. I don't know what happened, but here's my thing. He did not do whether he was getting out the car. So even if it was his wife and his side chick going at it, right? It's not against the law to cheat on your wife. It's fucked up, but it's not against the law, right? Not at all. So even if it did happen, he was still trying to stop it. You know what I mean? I don't know who called the police, maybe the neighbors or whatever. He was still trying to stop it, okay? I mean, we know who called the police. (laughs) Then if we if, are, you know, that, yeah. if it was two white women going at it, that was actually very you talking about the all uh, the initial. Okay, the, I'm talking. You think the cops I'm a, came before? So we don't know when the cops came. Right. So right. I'm just addressing each rumor that I've heard. So and then even if it was two white women going at it, it's still pretty noble of him to stop and be like, "Yo, you guys need to chill the fuck out." You know what I mean? And then and even <laughs> if it was a, a man and a woman going at it, you know, if he hadn't stopped and tried to help that woman. Who who's to say that the guy that was beating her up, up, you know what I mean? Like, so there's so many different things that play a role in it. But whatever the besides all of that, my point is he he had to walk around his vehicle to the driver's side. And there was what, four cops there? They got to be. Yep. Why didn't y'all if y'all were concerned about him doing that? Why didn't you stop him? Y'all could have tackled him. You could have tased him. You have a fucking baton. Knock him in the fucking shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
there was a million and one things that you guys could have done to stop if if you were scared like because we we can't hear audio, like audio on there so if you were scared, if he threatened you, you know what I mean, and said that he was going to go get his gun or whatever. But the way I then you should have stopped him right there. Right, that's what I'm saying. You like, see him walking kind of slowly. Hand, right, and he I, wasn't running. Like he wasn't running at all. He really looked like he was saying, "Man, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm out of here." Yeah, like, or he I was tried, or he was on some Debo shit. I tried to help and fuck you. <laughs> that's that's what it looks like. To yeah, me. that's what it sounds like. You know what that's I mean? What and I don't and like. I don't really mean to I don't mean to laugh, but I'm just saying that's what it looked like to me. So the way that the officers acted on it, and here's what I was. When I told you when I first got here that I was like yelling at Chris this morning about mm-hmm. it, wasn't yelling at him like mad at him. I was just yelling because I was mad at the situation. But why do officers think or feel that we're just supposed to listen to them no matter what? Yeah. Like, and I know that probably sounds bad, but like if you're not doing anything, why the fuck are you asking me questions? Yeah, at all. You know what I mean? Like, like for example, one day this was years ago. I think we so. Chris and I were talking about it today. We had our oldest son, and I, I want to say I might have been. No, so we had our oldest son, and then we had my second son, Cameron, because he was in, like, he was a baby. And we were driving. Chris was driving. We were in, like, Payless area. Cop pulls up behind us, and he just instantly, like, turned his lights on. So we, you know, pull off or whatever, and he goes, he comes up to the car, and he goes, where are you going? And we're like, why the fuck is it matter where the fuck I'm going? What did, what did you pull us over for? You know what I mean? Like, so right away, like Chris gets a little defensive. Like, what? What do you mean? Like, did I do something wrong? You know? Somebody was like, well, I didn't just answer. Why didn't you just right. answer, Chris? So then I was like, so well, then I'm like, a goddamn grown man that didn't do shit wrong. Right. So right. then to like avoid that, I was like to my friend's house. What's your friend's name? Bitch, why? Right. Why is how is that going to change what you have? You know what I'm saying? So right. then he goes, he takes uh, Chris's license and registration. Walks to his car, comes back to the window without the license and goes, so where's all the weed at? I can smell weed. And we're like, there's no weed in here. What are you talking about? And this about? is before it was like, a, like it was been cool. No, no, there literally, we, there was no weed in the car. And I was oh, like, oh, it wasn't no. at all. Oh. And I was like, we have our kids in the car. Why I'm saying this I? was years ago. This is wild. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, why would we have weed in the car? And he, and I'm like, I have my kids in here. He goes, you'd be surprised how many people stash weed in their kids' car seat. And that's probably a thing, but I mean, why the fuck? But you, so you pulled us over for no, you still haven't told us why you pulled us over. <laughs> we gave you the information. There's literally no weed in the car. You know what I mean? And now you're just making assumptions because you see a black man driving the car. So you just assume that we're up to no good. Yeah. And to prove my point, he, he goes back to his car, runs Chris's license. Must He was on the phone for a second, came back and goes, okay, y'all, y'all have a good day. Get those babies out of the cold. Cause it was like the winter. So if you really thought that we had weed in the car or you smelled weed, why'd you let us go? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but that's my point. We didn't do anything wrong. You didn't give us a ticket. You, ju- you literally just pulled us over because you saw a black man driving a car. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And, and then it was like, all, it's like hoping that, that there would be an issue almost. Right. It's like you're searching for exactly. a problem. It was like, let me, let me stop them and see how far I can push him. And maybe he didn't anticipate me being in the car and being such a fucking pit bull in the, in the car. Like, what do you, you know what I mean? Like. And that was like, okay, forget it, and just left. Now, do you think that you being in the car could have helped that situation? Yeah. Ain't that fucked up? Yeah. Now, would you consider that privilege? Token white girl, yep. I tell Chris all the time, I'll protect him with my token white girl. To, I can't breathe anymore. Yeah, because and, 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 and people really ain't trying to shoot up no white women. That's, that's not something you see very often. <laughs> I said today. Yeah, I shit that often. So I was telling him today when I was watching the video, I don't I don't know who the woman was, but by her reaction, she looked like she was like 
completely distraught. So I'm assuming that might have been his fiance. I don't I know. You probably saw how yeah, she. Yeah, the one that was jumping around. Yeah, she like ran up to the car and then stopped. You know what I mean? Right. And I was like, if that was me and him, my kids would have been looking at two shot parents. Like if, if they would have continued to shoot. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because like, you would have went in. Absolutely. You would have had Absolutely. To. Like, and to be honest with you, the way that I feel and because I'm not blind to these situations, I probably wouldn't have even let him stop. Right. Or if he did, I would have been the one to get <laughs> to get right, out the right, car. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm like, that's just I just I know how this shit ends. I know how it ends. So right. it's like I'm just petrified. You know what I mean? So if that means I got to put myself in the front line to see if I can change the outcome, then so be it. Now, I'll say this. I think that it happens. way. I, I feel like I have been pulled over before and I did not fear for my life. I have felt that way. Yeah. But the fact is. That's still always a, like, for instance, I told my buddy Steve, who's a, uh, he's actually half Cuban, half white. But if you saw this fool, he's white. Okay. He's, this is the whitest dude I've ever met in my life. <laughs> he claims Cuban like a motherfucker. Like, nigga, he's not Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but um, what the fuck are we talking about? Getting pulled over and not fearing for your life when you were telling your friend. You said, I have been pulled over <laughs> and I haven't feared for my life. Right, 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 right. And I was telling my friend. Oh, 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 yeah, I was telling, thank you. Look at you circling back around. All, all the people listening, like, yeah, nigga can never do it. That nigga don't never settle back. Um, I feel like every time I'm at a stop sign, if I see a cop, the first two things, like if I got a do-rag or a hat on, I'm taking them off. Mm-hmm. It's just like a natural reaction, and it's, it's like a habit now. And I turn my music down. Yep. It's because like, I, like I don't want to give them no reason. No more reason than what they already have. Now, my buddy Steve is like, that I've never had to change anything that I do. As a matter of fact, he, this morning he told me he's gotten pulled over three times in like the last few mo- like last few weeks. I think he's been speeding. He was like, oh, he's like, Nick, I've been speeding. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, so I'm like, what happened? He goes, they just tell me. I was honest to him. He's like, you know, why I pulled you over. I'm like, yeah, I, I've been act- I've been fucking up and speeding. My bad. I ain't got nowhere to go. And then it, it always ends. You know, it's slow down. It happens to all of us. You know, have a good day. Mm. Three times. I believe it. I, mean, I don't I think that those. I'm getting away three times. Mm-mm. I'm not saying I'm gonna be shot and killed. All you know, what I'm saying, right. but I'm that I don't. Ooh, that, I'm not saying that it would never happen, but that really happens. Yeah. To us, and it ain't gonna be that that, and not even like getting a ticket or not, just being that cool about it. Like, all right, well, it happens. You know, I would be getting a little bit more stern. You know, and, and the fact that he doesn't even have to think. You know what he told me? This is crazy because I would never even fathom this thought. He was caught. Nigga needs to slow down. He was speeding to Florida, and the cop pulled him over, and he was having a fucking attitude, vicious, just snapping at the cop. And then he wrote the cop wrote him a ticket. Steve crumbled up the ticket and threw it at him. Mm. <laughs> that's the shit I would do. <laughs> right, right, that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> like he, fuck he, you. He said, man. He's, he goes. He threw it at him. So we done here, just like that. Mm. And then the cop goes, quote or not quote, but something along the lines of, you know what? You're a real asshole. You're going to get what's coming to you. Da, da, da. He's like, just get out of here. Like, what? And he was wow. like, and nothing happened. And then, so, so here's, what's, here's how my buddy, who's like, dude, I see it now. <clears throat> Even though it happened, like, he was in things that he didn't see at the time. But when George Floyd happened, it opened his eyes to everything. He's like, I've been an asshole to cops more times than I can count. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've always looked at them as like beneath, not beneath, but like they work for me. Like, right, yeah. Which is crazy. That's not how black people look at them. motherfuckers. <laughs> And then he goes, the, you know, the one time I've had a gun pulled on me by a poli- police officer and I was actually fearful was when I was with you. Mm. See, so he, I've had a gun with him 
And he was like, what the fuck? He was so like, what the fuck is really going on? I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, I would just, you know what I'm saying? It's routine to yeah, you. Yeah, I'm like, like, I'm like, just be cool, man. Just yeah, be cool. Right. Don't <laughs> say shit. Don't move. And just, he's like, what the fuck? Let, let me do the talking. Yeah. And then I'm like, and then he was like, that's when he noticed, like, very clearly. And it's not like, the, it's like, well, it's not some people, but it's not like an overt fuck you nigger racism. It's, it's like subtle shit. Mm-hmm. Which and, almost makes it worse. Yeah, it makes it way that's worse. That's why I tell people, if you're going to be racist, just, just be, be racist. Yeah, like, because all this, I'm not racist, I do this, I, that shit's worse. Because now it's like, you know that you're racist, but you're trying to, like, you're trying to justify it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you're like, trying to make me think it's okay. Like, no, yeah. it's not. And well, come on, don't think about it. Right. If you did hate niggas, you know, no. we might be able to. <laughs> no, and nothing that you say is ever going to make me be like, oh, okay, yeah, it's all good. No, not, no. It's, uh, it, 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 it's shocking. How many of those people still exist? Yeah, billions of them. <laughs> oh, you think it's billions? Yes. No. Yes. Yeah, billions. It's, it's fucking billions. I'm <laughs> You think that there is a billion people <laughs> in this in this world that hate black people? That's a good question. I hope not. No, I don't think the number is that high. I hope not. But I think it's an American thing more so than anywhere else. Like we And here's and here's here's what actually we were talking about this last night, last night me and the, the other uh, pod, uh co-host the reason what makes America dope is also what makes us kind of have issues, and that's the fact that we are a melting pot. So, for instance, we have freedom of religion, right? What if I believe my religion, and this is what we, and then people who believe in your religion, we don't fuck with that. Right. And we killed that based on my religion. Mm-hmm. And, and then you're allowed to say that openly, so everyone's going around, which makes us dope because you get to be yourself and follow your, your religions and rules and shit that you want, but then you have to also deal with Someone else who follows theirs. Right. So it's almost as if it, we had no, it, we're always going to have those issues until we completely just mix everything into one ball of one. Mm-hmm. I feel like because of what our uh, decisiveness, uh, because of our melting pot, we're going to have issues regardless. Yeah. And people don't like people cannot be respectful of other people's like opinions or whatever. But like I've told a family member of mine, like <laughs> we could agree to disagree on a lot of things. Religion being one of them racism is not one of those things it's just not like and i'm not and i don't i like to make sure that i touch on like i'm not racist towards any race you know what i mean like i by far have always had less white friends than i have of any other race you know what i mean like why do you why do you think that was because i'm not a closed-minded asshole if you want me to be honest with you like i just look at people did you actively people. not hang out with white people a lot of <laughs> white like, people i don't fuck with them white wait, motherfuckers. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no first of all let me touch on that i i used to when i was younger but i always felt he's like and then i learned about the mother the devils so the wait, fucking devils so look, so look, this, i don't want this to come off the wrong way but this is how <laughs> this is how it's been noticed at first i've all when i was younger i had you know, more white friends, like younger white girls. Like what age? We'll say junior high. Uh, you know what I mean? Okay. 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 I was always. <laughs> I, I want to say this, but I don't want it to come off the right way. But whatever. Okay. I was always. Hey, cares not. Say I'm, it. Like, it's, it's not a secret. I'm just, I'm built differently than most <laughs> white women. Okay. Meaning what exactly? I'm thick. I have hips. I have thighs. I have butt. I have, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm not. Like, and you'll beat somebody ass. Right. So, it's like, <laughs> so that always kind of made me stand out. Like I used to get like my, my white girlfriends used to make fun of me and be like, oh my God, her butt is so big. 
Blah, 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 blah. Hey, t- who the fuck's laughing now? Right. But then like, <laughs> but like my black girlfriends would be like, no, girl, you look good. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, they always just showed you love from the right. top. Yeah. And it, so then, and even like the music I listen to, I've always, you know, favored like hip hop, R&B. I've never. Like, like 90, you, y'all know y'all listen to that 90s R&B. Wait, wait I listened to the old TLC album. <laughs> Damn, I'm you like, old school. Yeah, I'm on my way to work today. So like. And, but, wait, you listen to the whole album? Yeah, well, I, I was, you know, skimming through. It's on, <laughs> it's on my playlist. Okay. But, um, like, my, my dad used to, like, listen to country music and stuff like that. So I've, like, very well-rounded with music. But it, that's just always kind of been my favorite. Where, like, my friends were listening to, like, pop rock and, like, Britney Spears and NSYNC and stuff, which and, I used to listen Nickelback? to. And Yes. They and, like Nickelback? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, like, and I used to, like, listen to it, but it just wasn't, like, what I, what I favored. And then as I got older, it was, like, I got more attention from, like, you know, black the, the, the brothers. boys than I did from white boys. You know what I mean? And I'm saying boys because I was still young, so I'm not, I don't want to say, like, men. So I just kind of... No, that's fucking racist. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so I just kind of fuck like, with all these boys. So I no. just kind of felt like I never really, like, fit in. You know what I mean? I guess I just didn't, like, fit, like, the description of, like, what mm. I should have. Like, I had shared something before that I was like, I'm not, like, a pumpkin spice, Ugg boot, yeah, white girl. You don't fuck with that? I just don't. Like, that's just... But, yeah, so I just look at people for people and people that make me feel comfortable and people that I have fun with, you know what I mean? And it just always seemed like, like, okay, here's an example. When I became a young adult and I was, like, 19, 20, I hung out with a... 19, 20 ain't no damn young adult. Well, I'm saying that because I got pregnant at 21, so I had right, to so be, you know, uh, an adult. Yeah, okay, that's, I get it. I, I, get lived it. On, I lived on my own. I had a career, you know okay, what I mean? Right. So, um. And I had, you know, like all like white girlfriends. And anytime I would go to a party with them, they they would introduce me. To, it would be all white people, right? <laughs> they would introduce me and be like, this is my friend Nicole. And I would see like the way like some of the guys would look at me and my girlfriends would be like, but she only likes black guys. Oh, yeah. So yeah. then I'm like a target the this, rest yeah. of the night. You know what I mean? Right. And then I then that opened a door for like white men to come or white kids or boys, whatever, to come up to me and be like. Oh, I would never touch you because you touched a black guy before. Oh, that's outrageous. That's fucking great because I don't want you to touch me. If you touch me, we're going to have some issues. Right, right. And I'm going to call all of my black friends to come really beat be the fuck problem. out of you. Right. So then problem. we're really about to have some problems. So go ahead and keep your opinions to yourself because I don't fucking care. It's like they're so scared of us, but then they, then they hate us. Petrified. No, <laughs> I'm telling thing. you, I have been <laughs> in situations <laughs> where I have like, even even with Chris, like, I know he's, you know, very, he's a bigger guy. He's just very, you know, alpha, but he's such a nice guy. And he'll, like, walk into a room and white guys would be, like, like just timid right away. Like, off top. Right. And, like, he hasn't even spoken yet. You know what I mean? I was actually saying, um, so the kind of person that I am, I'm super, I'm I'm almost the same way, like, kind of a teddy bear. I've been called that. You know, I'm like, I'm a big, now, mind you, I was a lot bigger I back in the day. I saw your picture. You look great. So I'm I was a giant you. man, but that was soft and nice. Because when you're big and you know you can whoop ass or no one can right, fuck you, you up. you have to tone it down you, some. Well, my point is, one, you, you're kind of confident in, like, all right, I, you, know, what's the, you know, I'm not even going to waste my time with this. Right, right. But then I've also noticed in the workplace, especially living in white America, where I've lived in these white suburbs, these are very white suburbs out here. Mm-hmm. Neighborville is probably get the, is the whitest place on the planet. It's like Switzerland. But, uh, he said Switzerland. Yeah, it's like Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy and his big. No, but, uh, but I have been called aggressive, and I'm like, I don't think that I'm an, I think I'm animated. You're not. You're just black. You're not aggressive. That's literally. I like- am animated, and I do have, I have a lot of energy. But anyways, but my point was is over the years, I've just learned how to be even more bubbly mm-hmm. because I know I'm, I could offend you because, one, I do have a bigger stature. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just bigger right. than everyone in the room nine times out of ten. And because I'm black, and I already know there's that stigma. I was like, oh, especially with women. Black women really get that, oh, you stay away type thing. So I've always been extra, like, you know, my bad. You know, not that I'm a bitch or anything, but in a work environment, hey, man, we cool. I, I'm, and I, I feel like it's, it's molded me into being, like, a nice dude. Yeah. Because I've had to deal with. And, and it sucks because it's kind of fucked up. Why do I have to change my natural right, just being? Right, I was going to say, so then do you feel like you're not being like your that's true what, self and that's, that's not fair to you? That's what I was kind of angling at. And it's kind of tough because it's like, I, if I'm being brutally honest, which I am, I do think that that molded me into who I am today. But I do believe I am a nice human being in general that I, yeah. today. So I do think you can be taught some shit and actually truly believe it. Whether yeah. it's bad or, you know, some people really hate niggas for some reason. Because they were taught that, but they, that doesn't mean that they still really don't hate them. Right. So, I don't know. I, I feel like... But you know what? I want to talk about this, too, because how come women can be in a bar and just walk drunk? Bow! <laughs> bow! And then, I, I, you know, I don't know how many times I've been just hit by a woman like, <laughs> like I'm a goddamn football player. Then, and, and then I like... like and then, but if I was to do that, one, I'm probably getting kicked out by all the bouncers. Now, and I actually got kicked out once, and I swear to God, this is all I did. A girl came in there like, like a bat out of hell, right? And all I did was go, <laughs> I just, I looked at her. Like, like uh, bitch, I didn't even hello. turn around. She walked, anyone like, I, I just said like this, and just turned my head. And then the bouncer goes, hey, man, stop looking at her like that. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a little tipsy. And I'm like, fuck you talking about, man? Did you see what she just did? Right, he didn't go, all right, you know what? Get the fuck out. I'm like, what? I'm like, I got it. He's like, and then all of a sudden there was, and mind you, now I'm drunk. It didn't like six of them. And now because I'm animated, like, what are you talking about? Now I'm animated. I'm the crazy nigga, right? Right. Then all of a sudden there was like seven. Then one, one, he had to be a pussy. But he came in, he came in roughhousing me. I'm like, oh, that's what we own? So then my, my ass, I just fell right to the ground. I said, no, you LeBron, LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> no, I flopped, I flopped. <laughs> But I totally made the situation. Well, one, he started like, why you? You have to bum rush me like that. I wasn't even like that. Right. I'm sitting there talking, but you don't got to bum rush me. So when he came vicious, I I flopped. I flopped. I ain't gonna lie. But I, (laughs) but I made such a deal about. I'm like, this why y'all gonna do me? (laughs) (laughs) You really played. I I I played the card, which is fucked up. I I definitely played that card. But but he, he was on that though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. come on, you got to bum rush me. But how come girls get away with that shit? Well, I don't, I haven't really seen. Do you say excuse me? <laughs> I do. I'm a very polite person. Like, even when you got a couple look, cocktails? Hell yeah. I'm even more polite after I have some okay. cocktails. Wait, so I'm, I'm the woman that, like, if a guy holds a door open for me at the store, I, like, am excessive when I say thank you. Like, I'm like, thank you. Appreciate it. Like, uh. I make sure that you heard me. So you know that I'm that what, I. What about if a girl opens the door for you? Yeah, yeah. Does, that, does that happen? Yeah. All the time. Okay. You, well, you said if a guy does. Well, no, because because you asked about you know girls just being, like you said you say excuse me, so I said. Well, I I, I I mean specifically in like a club setting though I think, I think like in regular everyday. I situation. feel like it depends because a lot of times you really can't hear that shit in a club anyway. But I have had an, an issue where I did walk into a club one time and I had a guy, grab my butt. As I walked past him. I know him. your ass went crazy. Wait, and I had just... This, this <laughs> I was, this was before I met you, though, so don't get mad. Okay, so he, I walked past. and He, he like, had, where this nigga at? Right. <laughs> Let's and go I get had, this nigga. I had, like, a skirt on, you know? Uh-oh. He, like like grabbed, a sundress? Oh, whoa. He grabbed some cheek, right? Wow, that's a point, so though. I'm like, 
and I don't like I forget that I'm just a little woman and that I just can't you got that you got that Napoleon shit absolutely you absolutely <laughs> so like I think I can fight anybody you know what I mean so I turn around I'm like I know Chris learned that like <laughs> he was like calm down little pistol starter calm, I got this I, let me get this <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like no around. motherfucker I do and I turn around <laughs> I'm like what the f- and he was like licking his lips and stuff and I'm like uh, man, I, oh, took, wow. I had a cranberry and vodka in my hand I smashed that shit in his face Ooh. and I punched him right in his mouth <laughs> and I'm like, I bet you he would never, ever, ever yeah. try to grab a woman's ass. Yeah, and she so that was dope. Again. Yeah, and a lot of, I bet you a lot of girls just kind of just like, oh. And, and he, it. yeah, because a lot of a lot of girls would probably just giggle that shit off, and that's why that's why men think that they could do it, because women do. They're, I'm learning right now actually <laughs> that women are. <laughs> Like, you know how they always say, like, men are dogs and men do this and men do that? I'm like, women are just as bad because for the amount of men who I have approached me, even on social media, like, it's no secret that I post Chris all over my social media yep. every day. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't the only one. Like, talk about Brian every day. I didn't actually say his name. Nigga, you talking about Brian. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but I literally, like, I post him every day. And people will still hit my inbox. And I'm like, is there really that many women out there that are, like, willing to cheat where men are just very, like, adamant? Like, I have, like, some of the guys that hit me up are, like, the same guy. And I try to be, like. Oh, do you hit, they hit you with the hey? Yeah. Hey, oh, my hey, God. And the, the wave. Fuck you, did fat bitch. No, hey, so I, hey. I, I, haven't gotten, I haven't gotten to the fuck you parts yet. Oh, okay. But I do still have a few. They always come, though. And they? I try not to, like, hurry up and, like, unfriend them right away. Especially <laughs> because, you know, like, we do our, our dog breeding, like we talked about. So, right, like, so the more people I have. Right, 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 the more right, people right. I have on there, the it's more I more opportunity. Absolutely. Right. So I try not to be that person right away, but I'm like, so I had told one guy the other day, he kept, he was very adamant. So finally I was like, um, I'm married. And I like, just kind of left it at that. He goes, well, my profile says that I'm in a relationship too. What's that mean? And I'm like, and I just so happened to be sitting like behind Chris on our couch. So I took a picture and he didn't have a shirt on. So I took a picture of my hand on his back, like rubbing his back with my ring, <laughs> and I sent, I sent it to the guy. Yeah, that's straight trolling. <laughs> I like it. No, but that's, that's actually dope. And then he, like, blocked me before I could even, ah. like, respond. So I was like, damn it. I was really, like, hoping to, like, you know, really piss him Why off. Why would he block it? Like, what a pussy. I Fuck him. I don't Maybe he thought that I was going to show Chris the message or something. Oh, I, I guess, know. yeah, yeah. He was from Chicago, so. Oh, shit. I'm like, I don't know. Well, maybe. But, yeah, so I'm like, women must really, like, the more men pursue them, I feel like maybe women are finally like, you know what? Like, maybe they're mad at their man one day, and they're like, okay, I'll well, well, listen, listen, let's, let's be honest. I have been with married women before. See, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So, so women so. are really out here <laughs> right, like, right, right. okay. So, but, but my point, and I feel like, like, I almost think, and this is, I, ain't, I know y'all have a relationship, but I feel like I'm starting to really not understand monogamy over polygamy. Polygamy? Poly- polyamory? How you say it? I don't know. More, you, than, more than one person? Let's just say that. So I'm on a dating website, uh-huh. and uh, a girl hit me up a while back, and she goes, just let you know I'm poly. <laughs> so that's more than one. Right. Okay. Now, I, I, and, but what that is, like, I, th- I think a, a lot of dudes are poly, and, and the girl don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, you know, <laughs> right. At least a lot of relationships are there. poly, right. right but it, but on the there. other side, too, act, wait, hold on. Women be out here wilding, too. Yes. A lot of them. Probably. To be honest, apparently <laughs> way more than I thought because no, no, everybody out here wilding. But but I I feel though the people who be all in the inbox, man, that and then like make your shot cool. If you jag that bitch, 
there's a literally on you on the social media. There's another one. Millions, right? Half a second away. So why you stay on this one? Interest, I guess. Uh, I don't I, know. I'm pretty fucking dope, so maybe that's why. No, listen. My point is, is if motherfucker leave you on read, hey, like all right. That, that, yeah, all and right. I don't, I don't respond. I purposely open it so that they see that <laughs> I, I saw right, it. Right, so I saw it, and I don't, I don't even, I don't even respond. Dope. Like right. I, so like I said, the one like, guy, fuck you, did. Right. <laughs> but no, they, but they really do keep. They, they really do keep. What's the longest? Doing it. What's the longest? You, you got any years? The niggas trying for years. No, but I had one for a few months. I would say quarantine, beginning of quarantine till now. Oh. I show him to Chris all the time. We laugh at him. So he, I mean, he knows how many that like, it'll be like, hey, you're so beautiful. Or like, I'll put, you know, sometimes I post like sexual ratchet memes just because that's the person that I am. I mean, so you tag like, Chris in like all of them. Yeah, I know. So it ain't like you hide this shit. Like, nigga, like no, I'm, t- I'm hiding this nigga. You no. know, excuse me. I'm tagging him, but I'm out here. I'm, I'm <laughs> probably got a drink or something. I'm out here. I'm no, wild. No, he sees all of them. But so then like sometimes I'll put up like, OK, so I put up one the other day and it was actually for myself. It said, do you look as good? Do you look better in real or are you are you as fine in real life as you are on Facebook? Mm. And I put, like, I wrote on the thing, and I was like, both. You know, what the fuck? <laughs> but I was talking about, like, myself. Right, right, right. Because I don't do, like, a lot of filters and stuff. Like, once in a while, but I don't do it, like. Wait, wait, wait. Females be out here on them filters, though. See, I don't do that stuff. And a lot of my <laughs> stuff that I post is workout stuff, so you know I'm in the gym sweating. I don't have right, makeup right, on. Right, right. I don't have makeup on right now. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just not me. And um, some, you, got, you got a healthy skin. And some yeah. guy commented. You drink a lot of water? Yes. There you go. And some guy commented, and he goes, why don't you find out? I'm like, first of all. I was talking about myself. I wasn't talking about you. And no, I don't want to find out. Like, so yeah. And that that was the same guy that was hitting me up. So uh, then I sent him the picture of Chris in my like, ring. Like, look, nigga. Right. I'm like, it's a little overboard. Like, yeah, nigga. You had your one time. I left it alone. And right. And it's not cute. Like, it's it's annoying. Um, it's it's. I'm always so embarrassed for for men who act like that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I like dudes that be like, well, then, you know, hey, it is what it is, you right. know? And I actually talk about this all the time, and I, but I, it's such, it's one of the most important things that I've ever, I think it's probably the biggest thing I've learned in my life is brutal honesty. Mm-hmm. Especially with this podcast, because I feel like people are going to know if I'm full of shit or not eventually, you know? Right. Hours and hours and hours. Yeah, and you show, like, you, you know, you're very, you show you a lot of your true self. All of it. Know. You know, I try to keep it all real. It, this is exactly what it is. But, but especially with women, like, I just don't, I, I really, I, I don't lie to nobody, but I definitely not lying to no woman. And I think the reason why a lot of men lie to women, tell me if you agree with this or not, you, Chris, you too, is because they are scared of, of pissing you off to the point where they can't gain entry inside you. So that we don't want to say something that you might not like because you might withhold the vagina. And I feel that yeah. w- when that becomes, here's the paradox. If you stop doing that, if you just say, well, fuck your vagina, I'm going to do me you'll actually get that vagina more often. It's, it's actually crazy. And, and it's crazy because I, I, I used to do that. Like, like a girl was like, well, I don't know if I like that. And I'd be like, well, well, that's not really what I meant. What I meant, you know, and, and, and like bullshit it. Right. Because I think that's what she wants to hear. And the reason why, if I'm being honest, because, oh, shit, well, she might be a little too pissed off now. And, and now my chances of getting this side go down, whatever. But, it, but what I've learned is if I say something and the girl goes, well, I don't know if I like that, my response now is, well, I guess it just ain't going to work then. Right. And then more times than not, they'd be like, well, you know, no, let's, let, let me, I'm just saying, let me. You know, I would say <laughs> probably confidence. I, w- I feel like maybe a woman would be like, okay, well, he's pretty confident and stands by what he says, so maybe I'll. Even if, it's, even if you'd like to hear it or not. Right. 
I had an ex tell me once about the the ex she was seeing before me. Mm-hmm. We both were on the outs of our shit, and you know how it is. Like, I'm about to leave, uh-huh. right. and they about to leave, and then we meet each other at a party, we start talking, and then we eventually both leave our niggas for a year. That's what happened. And uh, she was telling me one day about, she goes, you know why I like you, Chris? I'm like, I mean, I know a few reasons, but why? Because, you know, right. <laughs> you know right. <laughs> I had to let her know. Like, well, obviously. But she goes, well, my ex-boyfriend, he had a haircut one day, and it was awful. He went, and, he, and she was like, I don't like that. And then he was like, well, what do you want? I'll change it. Like, you tell me what style you like, and I'll change it for you. I'll make you I want to make you happy. And then she was like, well, no, nah, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying I don't like it, you know. And then and that was the story. Mm-hmm. But then. I remember when I grew like this little goatee, it was terrible. <laughs> like, if I'm looking back at it, it didn't look good. And she goes, I don't even like that on your face. And I'm like, she, you better like it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be here like that. You know, she, and I'm then, not about to change it. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay. And like, okay. And then she said, that was actually, as much as I hated that shit on your face, I respected that you had it. And confidence because you were like, no, this is like, because that's kind of a female trait. Like, if I go get my hair done, I'll ask Chris, like, I'll show him like some ideas mm. or like if I get if I'm going to get my nails done and he like I'll text him like what color do you think I should get on my nails now does he answer like real he to give you like the no get, he's 100 percent like he should be like well go with the turquoise or maybe get the okay uh, so last time I went and got my nails and my toes done he came with me and I had s- my mindset that I was going to get white on my toes and white on my nails which is the best ones right that's what I thought. Or the and tips. I like the tips. Right. And so that's <laughs> it's like French manicure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lady that was doing my toes, she had on like this like Tiffany blue color. And he was like, I like that color. You need to get that color. And I'm like. It's almost like this color, right? Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I got that color. Okay. So that's like a female trait. You know what I mean? Like, because, I mean, I like like when he gets his hair cut, he usually cuts it himself. But I like when he goes a little bit lower. But he doesn't always like it that way. So he'll cut it. He'll be like, how does my hair look? And I'm like, oh, I like a little bit lower. He's like, okay, well, this is how it's going to be. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 right. You know what I mean? That's like, just natural alpha shit. Well, then right. fuck you. I'm doing right. what I want to do. That's what I like, mean, like confidence. Almost set you up just to be like, <laughs> it, like no matter what you would have said, I, you like it? Oh, fuck it. I don't like it no more. <laughs> right. Um, and it's funny, but to go back to the original point, I see so many dudes just bombing. I'm like, dude, don't do that. Don't say that. Don't. I'm telling you, that ain't going to work. And they're like, well, no, I love her, bro. And I'm like, don't do that. I'm <laughs> telling you, motherfucker, that will not work. And then, uh, lo and behold, it never works. It doesn't work. And um, I, I, it's just really shocking how much. And I had to unlearn that shit, too. So, mind you, I didn't have any male figures in my life. None. My mother passed away when I was super young. I've never known my father. And my, grand, my mother raised me who had issues. And I was going through DCFS for a lot of these years. And then my grandmother adopted me. Okay. It became my legal guardian, which is uh-huh. probably great because my grandmother was hella dope. But re- and she did a good job of raising a nice young boy. Right. But she's not a man. Right. Like, my, my, my grandmother's actually super feminine. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's super lady as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But she's not a man. So she can't teach me what, what a man can teach you. And kind of go off topic, but on the same topic, we need more situations like Chris teaching their men about being men. Because I had to learn this shit on my own through books. Right. So we need more fathers and then more fathers to like to teach that shit. Because like, the eye contact thing, I had no idea until a friend of mine was like, bro, you got to get on that. Right. I had no idea about eye contact. If you especially with women, if you were ever to talk to any of Chris's former football players and just ask them like about him, every single one of them, there's a couple hundred. Every single one of them will say he's a great football coach. But a better man. He's taught me more about being a man 
and how to be a man than anybody else. And a lot of the, the kids that he has coached were fatherless homes. So that's, you know, why he... As a matter of fact, t- t- tell, tell me about that a little bit, because I know I tried to hit Chris up. He never hit me back, so I, now you lost opportunity. You tell me about what, <laughs> what, what's going on with that, to get the little shout-out. So, he, I mean, he can tell you better than I can, but from as long as I've known him, he's been a football coach. You know what I mean? He played football, hurt his knee, and then became a coach. Uh, I saw y'all there. I saw y'all there. Had a little, I see you, boy. I saw, I saw a couple of them highlights. Uh, I'm like, all right, this nigga, he can get a little athletic. Okay, okay. He started out <laughs> at, um, at Hales. Okay. Like all boys Catholic school. And um, I remember there were times like, so we, we had one car at the time. And so I would have to drop him off at work and then I would, you know, go to work and come back and get him. There were times that he would tell me in the morning, like, I have to leave early today because I have to go to so-and-so's house and drop off a belt because they had uniform. But some of the kids didn't have belts. Or some of them didn't have the polo that they needed. So he would, like, make his stops in the morning and drop off what they needed mm. to make sure that they came to school. Or pick them up from school. Or take them home after practice to make sure that they didn't have to take the bus. Because, you know, when you go to a right. Catholic school, you could live anywhere in the area. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's always, like I said, if, if you talk to his players, they'll tell you, like, he's all, he's a great he's football like a, coach. like a great male presence in a lot of men, young men's life. Like, a lot of mothers used to call him and be like, so-and-so didn't come home last night or he's doing this. Can you come talk to him? And we'd jump into the car and go to their house and he'd jump out the car and go inside and be like in full like stepdad mode on these boys, to, you know, to, to get him straight. A lot of kids. It's like a dope ass movie. It's like, there's like <laughs> movies out there like that. <laughs> he sent a lot like of kids. like Mr. Carter, Coach Carter. So <laughs> right. That's dope though. <laughs> sent a lot, of, a lot of kids to school, made sure that they were able to get there financially, <clears throat> excuse me, through like donations and, you know what I mean? So like, all, he's just, I, I, I tell him all the time, you can't save everybody. You know what I mean? You just can't. But he is just. I mean, never, you, you definitely try. And he always tries. Right, he's right. never willing to just not try. You know what I mean? Or not like do something to make. Which is hella dope because so many people just say, hey, "Ain't my thing." No, he's just very, I don't give a fuck. You know. He's very, very. Involved. And that's just all that's gonna do. Cause I'm, I'm a firm believer. I'm like a universe kind of cat and energy, and just you put out good vibes, good vibes tend to come back. That's just gonna bring back it. It's like now he's definitely gonna have a kid in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. that's how the universe works. Cause right. karma. You know Positive what I'm saying? Karma. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's actually like hella commendable. But like, what's the name? Like, t- throw me the name real quick. So his hero foundation. Yes. So he he coaches now for seven on seven hero. And then he does his own training on the side right now with, you know, quarantine and stuff. Right, that, right, right, that's right. the hashtag Guffology. Right, 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 right. I saw that. We always talk about. But, yeah, I mean, he definitely could to give you more. All right. You know what? Hey, Chris, you, you want to get on for a second? Yeah, come on. Let, let Chris get on. All right. That's what's up. Yeah, let him move that. Because I want to talk about that and I want to talk about the dogs because that's actually hella dope. All right. You got to take out that. There you go. Look, he about to break some shit. No, I didn't want to. I didn't want to move my phone. There you go. All right. So what's going on, man? How you doing, bro? Man, pretty good. Put the put the mic like right here. Bring it right here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So how you doing, man? I'm good. Nah, but nah, officially, man. Why you hit me back, man? Man, I'm telling you, dog. It just slipped my mind. It really did. I be having so much. I got so many DMs and texts. Coach Golf, see Golf when we are gonna train this and that. Right, right, right. I just it just slipped. Well, tell me, tell me a little bit about it so we can get get the word out there. I mean, basically, what I do is I, I train. You know, I do a lot of speed training. I'm a head track and field coach in Mount Carmel. I'm also um put the mic up here real quick. I'm also um I'm the head track and field coach in Mount Carmel, and I'm also the defensive backs coach for the varsity team. Um, we just won state championship last year. Okay, I saw that. Right, that's dope. You know, yeah, I, look, I, I, I see you. Yeah, look at you. Okay, okay, I see you. 
Um, and also, um, you know, I do speed training on the side and, and you know, skill position. So that's defensive back. I don't do as much wide receivers because I'm trying to give myself some time, you know, a little bit. If I did multiple positions, I'd nev- I wouldn't have any time to myself. So What, what position did you play? It's crazy, man. Um, she talked a little bit about my past. You know, I, I ended my career hurting my knee, but I started out playing quarterback. Okay. Um, I see, because I see you talking about, like, the yeah, drop steps. Yeah, 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 it's dope. So I always go back to my quarterback roots. But, um, you know, uh, things changed, and I moved positions to wide receiver and balled out there in high school and got a scholarship to Youngstown State. Youngstown. And um, – Played a receiver for a couple of years. Didn't really get along with the offensive coordinator, which is that how that how that yeah, goes. Yeah, bullshit. And they, we Politics even, and shit. Right, and we weren't even really a passing team like that anyway. So I'm like, man, I'm running, I'm running go routes, and I ain't getting oh, rocks. Yeah. So um, we we had got a new defensive coordinator in, and he he seen me as an athlete during the spring, you know, killing his DBs, and he right. was like, dude, you got a lot of talent, but you know, you ain't even playing over there. You're like the fifth receiver on the roster, and you shouldn't be. You know, what you think about playing free safety? I'm like, Coach, I ain't never played defense in my life. Right. And he was that's, like, that's like a big – you would think right, it's a big it, difference, exactly. right? Exactly. And he's like, nah. I mean, he's like, can you catch the ball? I'm like, can I? Like, my middle name is his hands, right, exactly. like, what are you talking about? sky blue, bro. Right, right. Right. But, nah, um, I was like, yeah, and I was at home. I had actually came home to Chicago because I'm like, shit, I'm like, they got me way down in the depth chart, and I got like – Billy Joe Schmo in front of me. Right, like, you're like, yeah, like, you already right. know. Like, fuck in the you, summertime, right. I'm going to the crib. I'm going right. to kick it, you know right. what I mean? We got the taste of Chicago and stuff like that. So right. I was at the crib, and I'm talking to him on the phone. He's like, but I need you to get down here so you can learn the defense. I'm like, he's like, damn, oh, man, I'm OG, hey, we got to get it. I got rent a car and get it. Yeah, we got to make it happen. There. So made it out there and learned the defense and ended up balling out of free safety. Got to the season, and the day before the first game, I was—I remember distinctly the mm. details. Um, I got a call from that same coach. He was like, "Chris, we got a problem." I'm like, "What's up, coach?" He was like, uh, "Actually, he had called like three times. And I didn't answer because I was in class. So I was trying to be the good student, like, no, you trying to, like, no, yeah, hey, yeah, no yeah, bigger, yeah, you know what I yeah, mean?' But on, he right. was blowing me up. So I'm like, oh, "What yeah, you yeah, doing?" It's so, a lot, right? Right. So I stepped out, and he like, "Man, um, your uh, credits didn't transfer from the class that you took back in Chicago." I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, oh, some fuck shit. He was like, did you pay? I'm like, yeah, I gotta be, I gotta be in the class, but the school that I took it at, it wasn't transferable to Youngstown. That's so dumb. Like, well, that's such dumb, a stupid bro. system. I was sick, like, sick oh, that's stomach. so dumb. It took me about three weeks to like even come out of my room from that. Like, I was sick. There was nothing you could do. Nothing, nothing that I could do. And I was starting to free safety. Never played the position in my life. I was like a red shirt sophomore, whatever. So, so you was almost like kind of had a little natural with you about yeah, it. Exactly. Okay. I was just a ball hawk. You know, when the ball's in the air, it's my ball. I'm gonna go get that bitch. Yeah. So, or um, knock somebody the fuck out. Right. I right. wasn't a hitter yet, but I became a little bit tougher of a hitter. Okay. I was a receiver. You know right. 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 So yeah. You didn't. Really, right. I just know see ball go get ball. That's what it is. And you know, it, you it's probably it. a different. You, is it a different mindset? Like way different. You like just trying to get the ball as opposed to I'm trying to get get go get the right, ball. Exactly. Right. So. Um, you know, things went on from there, and I, we went to the semifinal, semifinal national championship game, played against Appalachian State and lost in that, um, played a little bit of arena ball. And when I got my chance to play in Canada, um, I tore my knee up. I was playing arena. Just what happened exactly? Um, we were in a scrimmage, in a routine play. And I was no, I mean, like, exactly with your knee. Oh, yeah, I'm about to tell you. Oh, my yeah, fault. It was just during the routine play, and I tried to take off. And jump. I was a high jumper. I jumped like a 42 inch vertical. 
Uh, so, okay, so you out there. You out there. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was going to my first love. But now football gave me that contact. But no, I was going up for a pass and, you know, something I've done like a thousand times. And the turf wasn't stable, you know. Um, and I mean, just a freak accident type shit. Yeah, that's described. A rug slipped up from underneath me as I was jumping. So I had nothing to support my all the torque and the power going through the ground. And my whole leg dislocated. So I tore my ACL, LCL, PCL. I dislocated my whole leg. Oh, you literally yeah. destroyed it. So my, my kneecap was sitting on the side of my thigh. Shin was on the top of my Hurt thigh. like a motherfucker, didn't it? Just sitting there. I don't know if you've seen Ace Ventura when he had the spears. Oh, yeah. yeah. I oh, like, ah, you know, just screaming at my leg. And they just told me to lay down. And I just relaxed and had to get to the hospital. They took one person to pull it out, took one person to push it down. And two weeks later, I had my surgery for the ligaments and all of that. Took about six months for me even to put my foot on the ground and walk again. Mm. I don't feel like it was gonna explode, but um, I recovered from that it, with hopes of trying to get back to football. But I can't. I couldn't bend my knee. More it wasn't than, the same. Nah, you lost the, the motion. It. Yeah, I can't even bend it like more than ninety degrees. So like even still. Nah, still nah. I mean, I could run straight. Like I still be giving my, some of my guys that I trained a little bit of a race. I won't go anything longer than like twenty yards. Okay. But because I know my limits, but I still could run straight, but. It's just certain things I can't do. You know? I'll be honest. So the older I get, and the more like, because I like hooping, and that's like one of the was a great exercise. Right. You know, go it out is. there, you burn a fuck ton of calories. Yep. But it's like, man, and if I knee, ankle, knees. and Achilles, you do. then I can't go to work, and I and I have to I have to work, work. Have to right. work to exactly. get paid. Yep. So it's like just scary. But I, I actually miss playing ball. And I know I know there's a bunch of old. I, I be I used to play with the older cats that were like 30, 40, and yep. I could still run with them. But I'm like, man. The, <laughs> uh, the knees, man. The knees be tearing up here, man. <clears throat> like, out of nowhere. Freak action. And I love that. Like, I'll go in a pick a basketball game any day, but it's just with that hardwood floor. I got to be careful with that because I know for the next three days my knees going to be gone. Oh, you talking about just, just yeah. the, on it? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so all of that and all in all, I would I never wanted to be a coach. Like, my OG used to ask me, hey, Chris, you know, you should be a coach. He was like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to coach nobody, kid. Like, I'm good. And – after I got hurt and you know finally started walking to my feet again, one of my one of my guys, he's an older guy, played at uh, Julian High School in the '80s, which was a powerhouse for CPS. Okay. Um, he had just got the head coaching job at Hills, okay, assistant, which is an all black, all boys school, Catholic school, and he was like, "Hey, come on, coach with me." I'm like, coach. He's like, "Nah, you coming to coach?" So I went and coach and. From then, it, you know, it, it just – it was – besides on game day, it was never just about coaching. It was mentoring, you know what I mean, big mm. brother. And I was still so young. I was 25, so I was still young and close to the game. So back then when I first started, I was putting on pads with the kids and showing them how to play. You right. know what I mean? Like, hey, this is how – you work at this level. I'm going to show you how right, to right, work. Right, 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 you know right, right, right. Mean? And – you know, as I got older, I got more mature and just started, you know, and I can't always do that. But I'm, I'm still very much so show you rather than tell. I'll tell you, but I'm also going to show you why this is successful and why it worked for you. Um, and that's probably why your young man, why he, you yeah, could exactly. see it. Yeah, I can see when you, because I'm like, oh, I can see what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. He already got fundamental got so it, young. Got right, right. But I, I because mean, Kai, I, you explain it to him. Exactly. And I and show, you show him. him. I show him. Right. And, you know, that she gets mad at me because. You know, I, I'll see him getting coached by other people. And mm, it's hard for you to do it. It's they not hard. Because uh, you one of those five. You one of those men. Uh, no, wait. Because I, first <laughs> off, 
I'm, I'm picky about who I put him around. You know what I mean? So then I ain't got to say nothing. But you can't tell a five-year-old to do something and then not show him how to do it. Yeah. That, it, it, like, it, logically. It, it, right, logically. Now, he, and, then, and then expecting him to get it. Exactly. But he's a di- – no, actually six. But he's a different six-year-old. Don't get me wrong. He still got to be shown how to do it. Now, once you show him – he may ask you, hey, this is this right leg or this left leg? You know what I mean? Wait, which is right. You probably love that about exactly it. Like, right. coachable. Right, right. He'll right. ask you and make That's sure dope. because he knows he know with daddy first time every time. Like you get it right the first time. And if you don't get it, ask a question. Right. You know what I mean? So he'll do that. But if you don't show him, he he just gonna kinda assume that this is what you want. And I don't want that. I right. want him to know exactly what to do. You know what I mean? Right. Um and that's kinda how I approach with my with my guys. You know what I mean? Like I'm not just gonna tell them, hey, do this. Cause they probably just like, man, yeah, nah, I'm gonna do this. This is why you should do this. I'm gonna show you how to do it. Then I'm gonna show you examples of cats in the NFL doing it. And then, because, then they know that, like, right, oh, listen, right. Listen, and, you know, what I mean, not not to say that my word ain't valid, but no, nah, but you, but you, yeah. you show the shorty yeah. NFL cat. Oh, okay, bro, sit golf right now. Right, you know right. what I mean, so I mean, they you just do that one time, then it probably could trust you going forward. Right, it's it's like a reference, like. When you write a paper, you got to put your references down just to kind of right. validate what you're saying. Right. Well, this is what it is. Man, I, I'll tell you this. When, when, when she texts, so I set up the podcast with her. Uh-huh. And then she was like, would you mind hitting up Chris and then talking about that situation? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it was right around the time where we're trying to build black men. And that's kind of what, what angle she came at me is we're trying to build, like you just said, exactly. more than football. Let's just yep. build men up, especially in the black community. That Man, is huge, right? We just, you know, what Hero does, um, follow us on IG at H-E-R-O-H underscore. Um, what we do is we use sports as a vehicle, and mainly football, obviously, but we use sports as a vehicle just to just to help these kids become accountable, responsible young men and uh, leaders in the community and by any means. So whether that's in the weight room, on the field, in the classroom, you know, we have tutors and ACT prep stuff. Mm. So, you know, we're just trying to help these It's like a men. full package kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. And then, you know, just by seeing what we do outside of football is giving them kind of like, okay, well, I know the drug dealer's making money, but Seagolf has a regular job and he's taking care of family. There's another way I can do it other than dope dealing. You know what I mean? And, and one that won't get you where the like risk that, is so exactly, damn high. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly. You right. know, but it's, you know, when I talk to some of my, you know, Caucasian friends, they don't, they don't get it when I say like these kids, they don't know what they don't know. You know what I mean? Like they, this is all like all they, the only people they see in the hood, it's first bad. off, they don't go outside of the hood. And then the only people they see in the hood that's making money is either scammers, dope dealers or yeah. athletes right. or rappers. You know what I mean? Which yep. is sometimes all three in the book. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I mean? So um, if that's all they see, and then the only people in the hood that's working a nine to five is barely making it. Right. Why well, I want to get a nine to five and barely make right, it. Right. You know, and that's just when you see that for 15, 16 years, what that's else all you, you know? What's right. a, what else right. are you supposed to what route are you supposed to take? Right. You know what I mean? So we're trying to give them the other route. And and that's so needed. My my like I was telling her, my, my grandmother raised me no father figure. And she she taught me the values, I believe, of being a, a, a good person. Mm-hmm. But what, what what she didn't teach me was how to be a man. Right. And and, and, and she's not a man. Said, like, how can she do that? You know, exactly, yeah. there's some things that you're going to be able to teach. And then she's going to be able to teach the daughter that, that, that she knows that only a female is going to truly understand and vice exactly. versa. Yep. And I think that's really commendable what you're doing 
because as a person who I probably could have benefited from something like that growing up. Mm -hmm. So definitely. So one more time, what's the Instagram? The Instagram is at H E R O H underscore hero. Um, Give them a follow. And then you can also go on our website, herofoundation.com. And all right. you, know, you can check all that stuff out. But, yeah, man, I mean, I grew up without a father, too. So um, a lot of the things that I feel like. So I where do you think you got that from? Like, what do you think? Like, where did you learn how to be a man? I just had a lot of male figures. That, mm. um, you know, it, ta it takes a community, right? It, right. Takes, it takes a whole neighborhood to help raise it. So, I mean, whether it was white, black, I had all mixes and I think that kind of what makes me so diverse and relatable to all type of races because I had white male figures, black male figures, mm. Mexican male figures, you know what I mean? Just um, good men around. Yeah, just good, strong men and I seen how they ran their household. So I'm like, I know my household ain't like this, but I like the way he runs that shit. Right. You know what I mean? I mean let me hold on to it's that. It's like you just command exactly. respect almost. And I kind of learned at a young age, like, I didn't go in for I didn't go into situations just blindly. You know, I was always gathering something from, right. from a situation, whether it's from, you know, a, an adult or a kid. I was gathering something from it where, because, like I tell you, I don't want to be one of those guys that just tell my dudes, hey, do this. I wasn't one of those kids where you could just tell me to do that. Why? Why do I got to do that? Yeah. Why, why, why is this a good thing for me to do? You know what See, I mean? in my household, <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it don't matter. I, it's my house. <laughs> it's your ass. And I'm like, mom, but that, even today, I, I can prove some shit. She, I'm like, See, I told you, where exactly, 10, yeah. 20 years ago, it don't matter. You in my house, so <laughs> I, she always used to make me shut the fuck up. So once I got on my own, I was like, oh, no, nah, you got to tell yeah, me like, now, my fucker. Yeah, why? My whole life, I didn't get to know. Now I, I'm grown. You're going to tell exactly. me. Exactly. But I mean, so when, when it comes to OG, OG didn't play that. But I'm just saying outside of my household, like when somebody, and sometimes it, it kind of bit me in the ass because I was like we were, or like you and Nicole was just saying, black men are looked at, at as aggressive. Mm. So, um. Did you ever feel like you had the attainment? All the time. Right, see? I had to learn how to, though. But I said I, kudos to Mama Golfer, OG, because she you know, she made me. I didn't want to go. I wanted to go to Mount Carmel. They took me away from quarterback, so I wanted to leave and go to Thornwood High School where all my homies was at. Eddie Curry, you know. Right. But, yeah. she, but, she, was like, <laughs> but she was like, and David Moss and all the people. Yeah. But, yeah, she was like, uh, nah, nah, you went to Mount Carmel. You begged me to go. You're going to stay your black ass in Mount Carmel. I'm like, all right, she knew what she was doing because Mount Carmel ain't all black. Mm, so she wanted to use a diverse situation. The, the world ain't all black. Mm. So I had to learn how to I'm I'm a I'm a live wire, dude. Like when I'm on the field, I'm a completely different person than, you know, whatever it is. So when you get me going, ain't no, it's either zero or hundred. That's Seagull. You know yeah, what I mean? So Real quick. And she knows that. So <laughs> I had to learn that at Mount Carmel. Like, that's a private school. All right. these white boys. You know right. what I mean? Like, and, you know, I was, sometimes I got in trouble. I would snap back. And I'll be, it wasn't even like, I wasn't menacing. I was just a smart ass. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, a teacher would say something. I'd be like, okay. You know what I mean? Like you, you like, was not here. Well, then fuck you, yeah, did, right? Bitch. Exactly. You I wasn't saying that. that. No, I wasn't. Who the I fuck is you talking to, Mrs. Thompson? Nah. You can suck my goddamn dick. <laughs> no. I, I wasn't disrespectful like that because I knew I had to go back to the crib to OG. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? You so, know, she, we already know she yeah, even going. Yeah, man. So I can, you know, I kept it respectful, <laughs> but I still like you. Just wasn't gonna just. Yeah, because you know how some teachers are trying they, to clown yeah, they, they try to get a little extra. Look, that, that ain't, that ain't, ain't going to fly. Say what you want to say, but you ain't about to go. Yeah, a little extra. Right. I could uh, beat your ass. Yeah, right. Low key. Low key. They, like, so, 
friends, one of my Spanish <laughs> teachers, man, he would go in. He would go in. Like, <laughs> I can see it in your soul. <laughs> right, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't do the homework. I was a homer. I was I was a homer guy where as far as I didn't do my homework. I would do like. Yeah, fuck homework. Right? I would do like 90 on my test. So like that would even solidify like I'm, I'm getting a 90 on the test. Right, I need to yeah, do the homework right, for Right, right. You fuck know you. I mean? But he would like be a stiffler about the homework. Yeah, I mean, and it, I mean, like, I mean, it's his job. It is. So at the beginning <laughs> Nigga of the class, <laughs> at the beginning of the class, you be supposed to turn it in, but before you even sit down. So obviously, I didn't. I was one of the ones that didn't turn it in. He'll check it as he's sitting at his desk, and I'm over there just kind of side on. Yeah, because like, you already know it's coming. Mister Goffer, he'll he'll do it in Spanish or something like that. Cristobal is whatever, right, 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 right. and I'll be like. Uh, we, uh, what you want, nigga? Your, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where's your homework? I, you know, I'll play the game. It's not in there. Oh uh, man, my dog like, ate it. Like, it you, what? <laughs> and he be like, go call Mama Golfer. I'd be like, Mama Golfer is at work. Like she, all she go do and, is and, take wait, back right. Wait, and that's one thing that's you do thing. not you call do. A black mom at work. It better be you. Better be dying or some shit, right? So he'll have me go to because that ass would be extra. Extra. So she, he'll have me go to the office, call Mama Golf. OG, Mom, uh. I didn't do my homework. Okay, what you want me to do, boy? I'm at work. Right, right. Get off my phone talking to me like yeah, this. Yeah. Hang up. She <laughs> said she at work. So, okay, well, we'll have a talk with her later. Okay, well, we'll have a talk with her later. And they let you call? They He'll make you leave and go call and then call. Oh, I feel like when I got, the few times I got that, they called. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Please let me butter it up first. Because I'd be like, hey, ma, hey, ma. Man, they out here, man. They, they acting up, man. I would, no, I wouldn't even lie. I tell her because my mind knew. Because I'll get home, my mind be like, "You got homework? Nope. No damn well I have." Yeah, homework. Right, yeah. I just say no, and that was on me. You know what I mean? Yeah, she, young. She, Nobody you know, likes homework. Right, right, yeah, she was the mom, so she'd be like, "Oh well," he said he didn't have homework, so and I'd be like, "Shit, I'm gonna go with it." I'm on the phone caking. <laughs> Remember those days you'd be on the phone four well, hours fall asleep. Got, got SWV on Yeah. Oh man. oh man. That, that don't happen that, no don't more. Get mad at me, Nicole, but yeah. I feel like that don't even happen no more. Nah, man. They be be on the texting and stuff like that. So y'all been locked down for a while, but I've been out here in these streets, right? <laughs> and I I remember when I first got into the game trying to get on a little ass. <laughs> Used to have to like throw the tunes on in a yeah. massage. Oh, I yeah. felt like you had massage to throw the massage. Bit. Look, that's how I look. Right, that's you, how you man. Boy, you took the shirt. And, and, and at first, you you start, you know, you do it, you do it right. Yeah. You you a professional masseuse, yeah. you know, and then you like, and then you see, you know, no, let, me, no, let me get no. a little handsy no, after see. about twenty minutes. No, see, when you're a football player, uh oh, you about to put me on something? Yeah, Hold on, when, you, when you're <laughs> an athlete, you're always sore. So uh. that's that's your key. That's your like. Door to open to take off the shirt. You trying to get your massage? Yeah. Oh my damn ass! I'm, I'm oh, trying to get it. You said, "Bitch, where my massage, <laughs> my man?" Oh I, yeah, my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about me. I would go. So what you do is you get in there and you know and you do it right. And I, I feel like over the years I kind of got good at this shit. But, but see, now so if you if you go first as a masseuse, now it's like okay, he's trying to dive right in. But if you let them do it. Uh, I mean, and you know what? And it's funny. I actually use that in every aspect. Well, the, first of all, I don't even do that because it's not even required no more. <laughs> that was what the whole point was: is that it's almost like too much for like now. They just like we we doing this. Right, it's doing crazy this how it's we changed. Doing this or what? And, and, and <laughs> I literally like man. It, and I personally, I have a girl come over. I like to make a little thing, man. You know, cocktail, put the game. You know what I'm uh, saying? And then and then talk. I'm a talker clearly. Yeah. And then once I get in that mood, then it's on and cracking. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes that they be like, "What's up?" And I be like, 
And then I then I do it, yeah, because you know. I'm not gonna turn it down. Yeah, I was trying. Yeah. I was actually trying to do like a normal guy. You know, it's fucked up how that. Is. Let's talk about this. Talk about um the dog the dog the dog situation because you got some beast in that motherfucker. Yeah, man, we got a couple. So I've, I've been in a dog. I haven't been in a dog game for a long time, but I have had dogs for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my bad. You I, I haven't been in a dog game for a long time, but I have. I've had dogs for a long time. Um, my first pit bull was. This had to be like back in, two thousand six, seven. Mm, a little bit ago. Yeah, and they were you know standard pits, the super athletic, the ones that got a lot of drivers ready to run up a tree. You right. know what I mean? And as I got into it, and as the breed kind of um, evolved. You know, the dogs got bigger and people like more colors and more size. Yeah. So we kind of evolved with it. And, you know, we, de- we I don't want to say develop, but invested in some good blood. And now we got some pretty big dogs in the house now. Man. And, and, and I mean, them motherfuckers big. big. And obviously, and, and for those who, do, who aren't watching this, Nicole's a little thing. <laughs> and these damn dogs are bigger than us. Yeah, she big. But she be rocking, she be holding it down. Oh, she tried to. Oh, she tried, she tried to. It's too uh, much? <laughs> no, she. <laughs> our girls aren't, but our boy is. Our boy okay. is a big. King Louie is, uh, how old is he? About 17 months now, 18 months. And he's taller than her. When he stands up on his two feet, he's taller than her. And about 125. I know y'all motherfuckers feel safe in that bitch. Yeah, we, we, got our, uh, <laughs> we, got our, we got our artillery with it. But just in case, we got them and let them out so they get. You ain't leaving the same if you come up in my crib. So you're right. <laughs> and, and it seems like they, they listen, like you got them good? For the most part. For the most part. Now, King Louis' daddy, his name was Azul. So, so how does it work? Okay, because so I'm actually interested how it works. What part? Like, so, what? What do you mean? I got the good blood. What does so, that? What does that mean exactly? Because I'm a little so, confused. I mean, with breeding, it's all about blood. Like, you don't. Obviously, it's about what you want, and you know what your vision is as far as what you want your dog to look like. But like, you, you know, mean I can I can be like I kind of really want a specific dog and go find it. Not fight. Yeah. Essentially, or if you if you want a specific, like, what we like, for instance, we like taller, athletic, still big, big, you know, thick bone, but not so big where they can't run and chase somebody down mm. or jump over a six-foot fence. Now, one of our dogs, Nora, she's not one of those type of dogs. Our two other dogs are, are that, you know what I mean? They're taller. But we didn't get Nori for that, the one who's pregnant right now. She's blue tri, so she's three different colors. Um, we got her mainly because of her color, and she's a mm, beautiful dog. Beautiful dog. And the blood that she has. So the blood that she has, her two grandfathers, everybody knows who they are. You know See, I mean? it, 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 so when I was seeing what y'all, what y'all post, it almost seemed like, it seemed like a Game of Thrones family it really line. Is. It is. So you want to show the lines that you have to show the blood. Almost like, horse, like horses or something. Exactly, because with genes, you know, if, if, you, if you could line up, let's say, the same grandsires on both sides, so from the male and the female, that's going to be a great line breeding. Mm. So those puppies should be very quality, very good quality, good puppies. And is this this is obviously a lucrative thing? Oh, okay. So that's yeah. yeah. Some I, I saw I saw somebody on Facebook post that Yo Gotti just paid twenty k for a dog. What twenty k? So and that's how cold that bloodline. And, and that was like an exotic bully, so one of the smaller bullies that. But we don't really deal with those, I because you got to do too much with. Mixed breeding, and you know, but as much as people don't want to say that they don't, you know, their dog is full bred, they're not. You know, pit bulls are supposed to look a certain way, and um, 
when you get those exotic short bullies, those are a whole bunch of different dogs right. mixed together. I'm good on that. I, I like my athletic, clean pit bulls. That, that now, are you going to be going forward? Like, you going to pretty much stay in this? For that, yeah. Might as well. Yeah, for a little bit. I mean, because. <clears throat> you ever talk about expanding it? Like, Well, that's what we're doing. Like, that's what. So, we had dogs as pets more so before and now we're more so breeding into it so what i mean so yeah what that's what i'm saying so what what went from um, these is my pets to wait a minute this is the situation this is the, uh, and a, and a lucrative i don't one. know it was just it just kind of happened yeah we had a yeah we just started making money off of it and had a litter and we're like damn this litter kind of good we we doing pretty good at this and we realized the blood that we had and started doing more research on it, it was like mm. why not you know what I mean? So it's just. I didn't even realize that it was like that where people say, oh, shit, Nori? Oh, it's one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. didn't even know that was a thing. They, yep. They go by the names and uh, the bloodline. And um, like our two big athletic dogs, their bloodline is Iron Cross. So people know that. They literally line. sound like I, uh, Game of Thrones, too. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Sit on the Iron, Iron Cross. Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. This is, this is my, yeah, right, 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 right. My throne. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like, what, so when are the dogs supposed to come? About 20 days now, 18 days. About 18 she, days? Yeah, she's her belly. Is everybody called? Is all the dogs called for? Or if somebody no, wants yet, to? Not yet. So our bully page, we got a couple IG pages. So our bully page is at mag, M-A-G underscore miles, M-I-L-E-S underscore bullies, B-U-L-L-I-E-S. Mag Mile Bullies. Okay. I'm like, that's <laughs> long, long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mag Mile Bullies. Mag Mile Bullies. Yep. Follow on Instagram, and they can do DM you, and then when you get the pups, you can see and maybe make something work, something out. Yeah, man. They're going to be um, some nice, colorful puppies. Mm. Assortment of colors. And, and I'm telling y'all, from the ones I didn't see, these are big-ass dogs. They're big dogs. What fuck is it? Really? It's funny watching the cold game. I'm like, oh, I, I can tell. That. <laughs> well, anyways, man, I want to say thank you, man. Appreciate you, man. Uh, you, you got a dope chick. Thank no, you. for real. For, and, and, and I hear that a lot. And more than just that she's a pretty thing, it seems like she's pretty driven, which is, like, probably my sexy thing to anybody. Like, she's striving. I want to be dope. That's my dog. Literally, the, the podcast is Cares None, Be Dope. You know yep. what I'm saying? I love it. Um, but to have the, the, to me, like, strength. And then, and, and then she has a sass and, like, probably willing, and not even probably, is willing to be like, no, no, you, I got this. Yep. And, and even though and you'd be like, all right, I got this, because that's when you get down. <laughs> But that's just so, and then she's kind of sacrificing. Oh yeah, all going that. through shit like all a that. lot. All that, I mean, and it's a terrible situation where, um, you know, some of her family has done it, and we don't want to discredit some of the family that has has out. been there, right? You know what I mean? So, so it's not like the whole exactly. Thing. And I want to make sure I say that because I am black, and I don't want them to feel like, hey, we're yeah, Chris, what about us? Yeah, like, yeah, right, right. I don't want to be that guy, but no, she's definitely, she's that, she's that, she's a real deal. You know, behind every great man stands a strong That's woman. what they say. That's that one for me. So, and, and, and I'm telling you because she kind of reminds me of my grandmother a little bit, where it's like, like, yep, mm-hmm. we, let's just dive in, then motherfucker, you want to do that? Exactly. And I bet she'd probably come at your ass a little bit if she tried to get it. <laughs> exactly. You're like, hold she on. Try, she does she Look, don't don't do too much now. Yeah, <laughs> don't do it too much. Yeah, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you get your little bark. Right, exactly. She like a little, like a little. Uh, were you like a chihuahua? Ruff, ruff. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right. Oh, you're like, oh, she a pit bull. Okay. That's what I said. Ruff, ruff, ruff. She wanted to hold. I chihuahua. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man, for coming on, man. We get we had about an hour and a half, so this is perfect. Cool. Um, thank you, Nicole. You're welcome. Get y'all on here one day, man. Make sure you follow them, and we're going to talk to y'all later. And as always, care's done. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,